0: Mike Conley here, Marketing and Cupcakes podcast, John Certino. Hope everyone's doing great. We got an amazing episode for you today. John is going to talk about a really great question and a question that I get a lot. How long does good marketing take? So I'm excited. You should be excited. John is about to bless us with some of his wisdom. John, how you doing? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. So I'm going to just jump right in, John. How, what do you got to say about that topic, that question? How long does good marketing take? I think a
1: lot about the different kind of businesses that are out there, from uh, hair salons to service industries to hair salons to building and making things to whatever it possibly could possibly be. And I saw, I watched this thing called New England Living, and this girl made charcuterie the meat and the cheese. Yep. And what she did, and she's like super busy now, right? And during the pandemic, she gave free packages to the hospitals to feed the people that were working for all these people that were sick with COVID. And who's going to eat that stuff? People that are making a lot of money, doctors. Nurses, and the word's gonna spread, word of mouth. And now she's super busy making trichurima. She's doing well without the idea starting the business, but the fact is, word of mouth got her out there. You know, made her business right. So that happened, I would say, fairly quickly. A lot of times, word of mouth, like if on another word of mouth business, um, would be as any service business you're in. Your whatever, landscaping, blah, blah, blah. Somebody's going to hair salon. Somebody's going to see your, whatever you did. And they're going to say, what did you do that? And that's word of mouth. And usually word of mouth takes a while. And it's the really the best form of marketing you could possibly do, but you have to get ready for a length of time. I advertised on Mike's truck and I got hundred percent more business. That's somebody will say that. How come you're doing so well? Well, I advertise and get this. And, but I think most people think, myself included, when I first started the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, I thought if I put money into marketing, sales would happen. And that rarely ever happened. At the beginning, I was in the wholesale business. And one of the things I did at the beginning was I would go to gift shows. And have you ever done a gift show Mike, or anything like it? Yeah,
0: I did with Stinky Cakes. Okay. Where? Did a couple in Western Mass, and we did one out in the Boston area.
1: All right. Did those events try to get you advertised
0: in their booklet? Yeah, they did. And you did, right? I think I did it in one, and the other ones I didn't. I did New York. I did
1: the New York Toy Show and Drift Show. And I put money into the advertising in this book. It was an amazing book. And what I realized was I it didn't help sales at all. It just did brought in zero, no one really read the book, right? And I should have put the money into my display instead of the book. I was led to believe that if I advertised in the book, then people would know who I was and no one knew who I was. These are big gift shows. I then advertised in magazines and I was led to believe the larger the ad the more sales you'll get so I took out a full page ad in a magazine and waited for my sales to increase nothing happened zero and so I put the money in I put the time into creating the ad and nothing happened in both those cases hmm. one of the things about marketing is I think a lot of people don't realize is that whatever marketing you're doing There's a path to success in that marketing. There's a lot of different forms of marketing from word of mouth, to print, to advertising on TV and radio, to the internet, to all different kinds of stuff. And whichever one you pick, it's going to take you a while to get to where you want to go because you're going to say, I'll put money into it. And a lot of people I've heard said, I put money into it and nothing happened. I'll go because. It takes time for the marketing to work, and your marketing probably sucks. At first, in your marketing strategy, you pick something you can afford to do that's not going to bankrupt, whatever it might be. And the second thing is you really need to come up with a, a tagline. Whatever advertising you're doing, whether it's word of mouth or anything else, you need a tagline taglines in every business advertised on radio and television right? the internet i don't care what it is everyone's got a tag and it took them a while to get that tagline they went through probably a thousand taglines to get to that tag mm-hmm. and once they got the tagline that worked then they put money into the tagline on um, my favorite one is tom fair tire they're just cheaper tires it was the same quality brands they're cheaper tires where else are you gonna buy your tire where do you buy your tires from
0: yeah i'm a, i'm actually a town fair tire customer and then one, one of the things they got me with is you if you get a nail in it just bring it in they'll replace it for free they'll fix it for free name brands discount prices
1: any brands discount prices come on is that a great tag like yes oh god i wish i another one Bernie and Phil's, I'm, I bought some furniture a while ago. It was Big Bob's, Bernie and Phil's, and Jordan's. Those are the big ones around here. I'm pretty sure we'll have big ones where you live. And each one has like a tagline. And uh, personally, cannot stand Jordan's, but they have the most expensive and those furniture. And I can't stand the commercials. <laughs> I really can't. We went there because we were looking for a bed, and we we're just tired of the bed we got at the a mattress firm or firm mattress or something like that. So he we went to Jordans. We bought a really good bill. I
0: got a. I got a question. I got a question. And this is one of the things because I run a small digital marketing agency too. Very few clients. I keep it under ten clients just because I just I find it to be more manageable. And what I always tell everybody because people think because it's digital is going to be quicker. You get the clicks and stuff, and that's not the case. So I even when I have people on the contract. The minimum contract, I would have someone under six months, because like you said, a lot of the times they have not up to par marketing material happening now. The messages are all wrong. They seen all this traffic to their website and wonder why it's currently not converting. And it's normally because one of two things. When people get to the website, whatever got them there doesn't match what they see or when they get to the website, there's no system or process in place to convert them. So there's all, the marketing is great and there's no sales systems. So I always like to tell people, give us about six months to get things right, to see what message is going to get people to not only click, but convert. And that's a whole thing. And then even we talked about this before, it's a numbers game because only one to 3% depending on what vertical you're in, are going to convert. So we need to get... And use one of the things that you taught me a while ago, you always choose to say, yeah, when it comes to website traffic, yeah, let me see what happens after a thousand people go to the website. And that in itself takes time. Business owners sometimes think, oh yeah, everyone's going to love my product or service. Everyone needs it. And that's never the case. And then what also happens too is sometimes the people that you think are going to buy your thing won't buy your thing. And then the audience that you did not expect at all ends up being the audience that buys. That goes back to in the 90s, Tommy Hilfiger. I remember he got to face a whole lot of backlash from the African-American community when he said, I didn't think that demographic was going to buy my clothes. And they just didn't understand the message he was saying there because he said he had created his clothes for suburban America and he thought that's who was going to buy it. But who ended up buying it was hip-hop America. So sometimes when you create a product or service and your messaging is not going to be geared towards the audience that you think, and it to be a completely different audience. But that all that stuff is figured out in time. So that's... that's- time. Exactly. Yeah. It's listening to the people that show up to your website.
1: You touched on so many great topics. And that's why it takes time. Let's say you're getting the hits to your website and nobody's clicking past your first page. There's a reason for that. Let's say you're not getting any leads from your website. There's a reason for that. Let's say your phone's not ringing. I think there's two ways to do it. I like the phone ring better than the website because you're not competing with every other business. But still, they're going to go to your website and see what the message was that got them to go to your website. And if it doesn't match, it's not going to make sense to the person clicking. That takes time because you need to figure out what message you want to get. That's why every single company in the world's got landing pages for their message, not on their own page, but they got landing pages. Mm-hmm. Landing page matches the message that they've got going on, whatever that, you know, landing pages. 100%. Um, but the key message is it takes time and people give up on something quickly because they don't see the results right away. And, The marketing is difficult because it's probably the hardest thing you do in your business. And I didn't say it was difficult, but I do think most people don't want to put the time into listening and seeing what's really going on and coming up with solutions. And like you said, Mike, you might be advertising to the wrong people. I don't know if... I think if I wanted to get people who are so called black by my product I don't think I would say if you're black you're going to love this product yeah. you can't right no yeah. I would
0: say it's just a good product and what actually, else to say no and that's the, that and that's the thing I think yeah. sometimes too for example if people going after the urban market they try to present it as hip hop but just because someone's african american doesn't mean they might like hip hop yeah, so you just you literally just have to watch and see who buys, and I like this is another thing that I learned from you when I was running stinky cakes. Like you said to me, if you watch the buyers, you'll start to see the pattern. Once you can pick up the pattern and understanding that behavior or what makes them want to buy that thing, then now you're hitting the sweet spot. And then the people, what they look like, where they from, won't really matter because you may create like a powder, and you might think it's like a nice smelling powder. Come to find out that powder is working really well for people with eczema. People with eczema go across all, all sorts of races and culture, but then you realize, whoa, the eczema crowd is really buying my powder. And you go, we have a great powder for eczema. And then now that's your message, right? <laughs> and then, and and it, and it, and it works. I think, but this once again, going back to the topic, it takes time to figure that out. And I, I always, I, I empathize with people, great marketers. Because there's so many snake oil salesmen in the marketing space that just tell people anything. So when honest, buy this software, it will increase your leads. Blah. Look at that, that how many of those guys that you go through. <laughs> You're the king of that stuff. <laughs> no, but I. So with even when I was learning on online marketing, just I, I went through those things to understand like this the system. I always felt blessed because I, I was learning how those systems work. But I was also learning traditional marketing from guys like yourself and, and Mike Carriage. So I saw like where both worlds were coming from, and then I saw I was able to identify the hype in this and the garbage and the BS versus because it when once you realize that once I realized that traditional marketing and digital marketing were, just, were the same things with different tools, that's how I got good at it. But like a, a lot of people, they tell business owners. The things that they want to hear. Yeah, just all we got to do is get this on YouTube and you got to see your sales increase. That's got all YouTube is a different version of the newspaper. So if this was it's in verse, they got to find you first. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So if you look at if this is 1970 and this newspaper is hot or radio is hot, they still have to find you there. And in, in order for them to find, if they could read your editorial, right? Oh yeah. Editorial in the newspaper, full page ad, New York Times. They can read it all, but if the message is wrong, they're still not going to call to buy your service. Same thing with your YouTube ad. You could have a million views on YouTube uh, saying what your product or service is, but if the message is wrong, they're still not going to buy. So it still goes back down to traditional marketing, understanding how to write great messages that resonate with the right audience and give them a the great call to action to follow. It's always going to boil down to that. And it takes a great marketer, a really good marketer, to craft all those things, to make that happen. Not just every, that's not, it's not like a, it's not something that just anybody could do it. it, You can do it, but it's gonna take you time to figure it out. So that's, there's so much to it. Yeah, once you do it, you will make money the rest of your life. A thousand percent. Yeah. What's funny, John, like for me now, like I used to like the webinars. I used to like the learning. I used to like to watch all the videos. Uh, even now with TikTok, right? But for me, I won't spend all my time doing that anymore. I still read. I lo- So for me, I love reading what successful marketers do and how they really, their thought process. And like, I love reading about what copywriters is doing. And I love reading now because I have the digital billboards. I love reading about what great billboard advertisers were doing. One of my favorites is, is David Og- Ogilvy, And I love... Learning how he thought. But what I always come to find out is that once again, I was blessed to have guys like you, guys like Mike Kearage, guys like David Klein teach me marketing without hype and fluffs. Because then I realized it's a system. Every great marketer says and does the things that you, you and Mike and Dave did. I'm like, it's in and once to me, I narrowed it down to this simple messages, 10 words or less with a clear call to action. That's it. If you can get people to do something in 10 words or less, you're well on your way. Like, I never worry about sales, I never worry about making money anymore because I have marketing skills and that and I sharpen my sales skills. So, it's a no brainer once you totally understand that. How many words are there in the top tire one? Want brands discount prices five? So, name brands at discount prices and then town for your tire. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, that right? I, yeah, that's It's, it's what, literally my favorite aunt. Yeah, pearls. You know, John, you said this Previous episodes, you did it With send love, a picture Of a teddy bear and a phone number That was it, two words Look, Once I got to send love down
1: I was on vacation <laughs> I was finishing it, Instead of 11 o'clock in the morning 10 Done so there was so much money coming in. There are a lot of other things to work on in the company, like reducing the cost of making the bears, making sure people got a good wage, building more ba- There's a lot to do in a business. But the most important one that you should be spending time on at the very beginning is the marketing message, not developing the product. And once you get that, everything else will fall in line. Yeah. So my main message
0: is the like of time. I'm glad you agreed, Mike. Oh, 1,000%. Um, because that, that time, the time getting the message, time getting the audience, and then time being able to convert, was once you understood. Like, John, even when you was teaching me like how our companies go public, and you said, and I may be messing up your quote, but you said, there's three things. is the financial system, there's the marketing system, and then is the fulfillment system that they're looking for when they're taking it public. Because the finances should fund the marketing, and then the marketing should... Um, and the costs and sales that you have to fulfill. So that that was one of the things that every time I look at my business, I go, "Are those three things clicking?" Mike, good session. Nice. John. Thank you. No, this was great. I was so excited when you when you texted me, "Hey, what about this topic?" I thought it was timely. I thought it was perfect. I hope the listeners. I hope you um, enjoyed this. I hope you got what we were talking about there. If you have any questions, you you could always shoot in an email at podcast at marketinthecupcakes.com. Until the next episode, Mike Conley, Standout Truck King. Peace.